K-Popcast back in your area. We back in your area. Come back, stay. So every once in a while, everyone kind of stops what they're doing in the K-pop community and you have to pay attention to what the latest single is because it just captures everyone's attention. They come from a well-known label or a group that has a lot of hype. And this is one of those moments and it's with Blackpink as if it's their last. And I think Blackpink is becoming one of those groups that is edging to be one of those tier one like godlike k-pop groups that's right in that same category with bts and twice and i think blackpink is like strong words yeah like just climbing into that third place and maybe if things keep going maybe they'll they'll compete that first or second position i guess the question that we want to ask on this episode of the k-pop cast is does 22 live outside the shadow of 21? <laughs> I mean, does Blackpink live outside the shadow Ooh. of 21? But first, I think you just answered your own question. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That was a little facetious there, Peter. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. But before we get there, what do we have on the show outlined for today, Supermatic? Uh, we'll be going into some more listener feedback. And then, as always, we've got some really great hit replays for you all this week. That's right. And for those of you who are joining us for the first time, I'm DJ Pilo, a K-pop DJ. I'm joined by my other co-host here, Stephanie of YouTube. Hey, guys. And I am joined by Supermatic. Hello, what's up, everybody? Your resident K-pop b-boy in the building, Supermatic, back at it again. Great to be back with y'all. So as far as listener feedback goes, I believe one of our listeners, Alfred, he had a question, which is, what exactly is the significance of the number of YouTube views in determining popularity? So regarding Blackpink, uh, Peter, care to Yeah, yeah. So the previous record holder for the 10 million view mark for the shortest amount of time was held by BTS, which took 21 hours to hit that milestone. Blackpink, however, beat it within that same period. So Blackpink, again, another proof point that Blackpink is edging to become the Mm. top group. And these views matter because they determine who wins on these shows like Music Bank, Music Countdown. So this is why you have fans telling everyone to watch the YouTube videos X number of times within a short period because they're trying to get their group to be up high. So Alfred, that's the quick TLDR for Blackpink and their milestone. Thanks, Peter. And I just wanted to jump in on this since I do work at a company that might be relevant to this question. (laughs) Um, So we hear a lot about YouTube views and how important those are. But if you're a K-pop fan and you really want to help your group's video like rise to the top of the the search results and the homepage, uh, what really matters is something called watch time. So for example, if you watch the video all the way through instead of just the first few seconds, that sends a signal that um, to our systems that, oh, this is probably probably a pretty good video. Maybe we should show it to other people and promote it more on YouTube. So pro tip for all you fans out there. It's all about watch time. Oh man, that's that's some insider knowledge here. here <laughs> Maybe in the just a little Thanks bit. Steph I've worked here a few years. I learned me something. <laughs> Excellent. Cool. 
So let's go into the hit replays of this week. Steph, what's making you hit replay? So this week, my boy Henry came out with a new song called I'm Good or Kulinindero. And I just think it's so cute because he is a sweetheart and he's like really talented. You know, all the ladies love a classically trained musician. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah. Um, But like, (laughs) he's so cute, but he's still like an underdog. He is struggling to get those views, to get that attention, to get the love. And so I was pleasantly surprised that it seemed like he went out of his comfort zone with something more R&B, hip hop, groovy. And he's trying on this new swagger. And I just love it. I want him to experiment yeah. more like this. So It's funny because when you linked this in the show notes, I was watching it. And I was like, oh, I totally want to be friends yeah. and like, go to this party. But it's like, I don't know if I'm cool enough or Korean enough <laughs> to roll with this crowd. But it, it, I, it's a dope, uh, dope R&B group, and I, and I just love the party and the, and the group. Again, I want to roll with them, mm-hmm. but I don't think I'm that cool. <laughs> Okay, how about you, Super Mag? What's making you hit replay? Uh, my hit replay this week is actually a, a fun little, I want to say like a treasure find, you know, because uh, I didn't know about this until uh, two or three days ago. Taeil and Sejong did a collaboration. Taeil of Block B and then Sejong, formerly IOI and now currently Gugudan. And these are two vocalists that we're talking about that are pretty good. And uh, what they came out with was called Likes Me, Likes Me Not. There's no official music video for it yet, but what I found was one of their live duets. And it's just, it's a really cute and bubbly song from both the guy and girl perspective. Thanks for that, Rec, because I thought it was really refreshing as well. It's really well produced, and the even the video, even though it's so simple, it's really cute and well done. So, thanks. Oh, man. So, it was such a hard decision, because honestly, I'll, I'll be perfectly candid here. Chung Ha and NCT 127 had better songs. But Mama Moo and their concept made me totally win them out for <laughs> hit replay. So I'm referring to Mama Moo and their song, Yes, I Am. And what I like mm. about this song is that it's unapologetically about being spunky and celebrating your weirdness and your quirks. If you look at the lyrics of the song, it's like, yes, I'm weird. Yes, I'm different. But if you have confidence and if you dare, come follow me, right? Or follow me as I do wow. this thing. 
And I just gotta applaud that attitude and this is why I love Mama Moo. Even though the song is great and there are better songs out there since our last K-pop cast episode, I've gotta give this the hit replay just for this message and for this theme. And if you watch it, it, it's funny, just just as the lyrics are, there's a scene where Solar is saying like, yes, I've got chubby cheeks, and then it like, it shows her like, pushing her cheeks against the the lens, (laughs) making fun of that. So I I, I love that. And the whole thing is very colorful, just like a DigiPetty. It's probably DigiPetty. I don't know who filmed it, who directed it, but probably DigiPetty. So check it out. It's Mama Moo's Yes, I Am. Let's go into Blackpink or 2NE2 and their latest song. <laughs> what, what, what's the name of the song? I keep forgetting the name of the song. As, As if, if it's, it's your last. last. As if it's your last. <laughs> For me, it's like as if it's it was my first two any one song. Honestly, it, mm. let's confront this right up front, right? Yeah. Who produced the song is Teddy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Teddy, who produced all of two any one, almost all of two any one mm-hmm. songs. So naturally, there's a lot of overlap in in how it sounds and what <laughs> overlap of. is an understatement. Massive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you want to go into that? Stuff? Yeah. I mean. The girls' voices fit so neatly into the formula of a to anyone song that I almost couldn't tell. I was like, "Is that Pac Bohm back from the dead?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there there were definitely a lot of those times where it's like, "Oh, if it wasn't this girl, I could totally close yeah. my eyes and imagine like Park Bomb's voice going perfectly mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. there, <laughs> right for those higher tones." Are like, "Oh, this is a raspier low voice." Let's CL would probably yes. fill this niche, right? It like, exactly. It, it, you hear yeah, it. Fits their range. And then, like the song seems to follow a similar, uh, like genre jump jumping genre jumping formula um, to a lot of two any one songs. Right. Yeah. So what, what you're saying, right? And I, I totally agree, Steph. Like it feels like it's a mashup, almost like how SNSDs. I got a mm. blue. It was like okay, exactly. we got this one thing, and then we're gonna take it in this one direction. This song by Blackpink kind of feels like three songs. So we've got the 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 beat, the music of the verse, yep. which kind of reminds me of Twenty One's "I Am the Best." It's got yep. that march totally feel, and it's very aggressive. It's very good for rapping, mm-hmm. honestly. And then you have the pre-chorus, which is like this sort of western. You've got this guitar strumming, and you start hearing the vocals. I've always wondered what that part vocals. of a song is called. I'm like, oh, it's not the chorus, it's not the bridge, but pre-chorus. Chorus. That's it. Thanks, Peter. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and the the supporting vocals, right? Like 
for all I know, that could be to anyone. <laughs> so it probably the, is. The supporting vocals. They need some work now. They need some extra yeah. cash. So they're doing <laughs> backup vocals. Yeah. And then oh, lastly, man. the third part of it is the chorus yeah. itself. And I think you can look at each of those three ingredients and they can be separated. And it feels a little disjoint, mainly between the verse and the and the pre-chorus and the chorus. Like the pre-chorus and the chorus kind of flow together, but the verse feels very thematically different between those. And I think Teddy is kind of guilty of falling into that habit with a lot of his mm-hmm. songs. Mm-hmm. So my critique would be make it streamline. Go one or the other. Make just two different songs. I think the whole song should just be like the verse. That's my favorite. <laughs> oh, really? Because I was going to say oh, the opposite. I, I kind of like really? the chorus. Ooh. Like, I like that sort of like 80s oh, gosh. vibe. See, I <laughs> and it's not real 80s. Like, might have an unpopular opinion here. The 80s were not my favorite. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know, but, but what I will say to that is that it's 80s okay. inspired. All right. So if you l- actually listen to the instruments, like they're not actually mm. 80s sounds. They're not actually synth- 80s synth- yeah. synthesizers, but they, they're very heavily yeah. inspired by it. They're only instruments that you can make with like stuff made after like 2010, really. So that's why it sounds really modern to me, even though a lot of like K-pop fans will think like, oh, this is an 80s song. Well, this is all the K-pop songs that were meant to sound like the 80s produced after 2015 that sound that <laughs> way. True. Yeah, but I, I mean, right. like, you can imagine, like, 21's A is. Oh, yeah. Whenever there's, like, a chord change in the song, like, I can totally transplant that in there. And maybe I'll, like, mm-hmm. make a mashup, right? Like, <laughs> put 21 vocals into the song, but that's why we're seeing so much 21 overlap in this and I, I don't know Matt did you have any thoughts in terms of like is this really different like does is this distinctly Blackpink or is it more of a 20, 22 in your <laughs> opinion for the song and, uh, honestly as much as I do love Blackpink and I am all for carving out your own image instead of living in the shadow or like trying to be the next this next that this song yeah. in particular, I think one of the reasons why I enjoyed it so much is because there is that strong, nostalgic 21 feel to it. Because that, that's what it gave me, honestly, too. Like, I, I have to admit it, as a former Blackjack, too, it's like... Blackjack forever? Damn, what are you so talking about, much... former? For life. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> for life. I guess. <laughs> it's so hard to try and separate blackpink especially with this song from 21 just yeah because the presence is so strong there especially with this one it's like i got flashbacks as if this was the first time i was hearing 21 and i just i'm like on one hand i like that but on the other hand i don't because oh. it's like bittersweet <laughs> so there there was a story by jacques arcadia the arcadia blog mm-hmm. and he wrote this one comment which kind of sounds a little shallow disappointing but this is maybe just the nature of the industry but he quoted Papa YG mm. saying that um, YG himself even admitted that he purposely made them like to anyone, uh, adding that the only difference was that he wanted the girls to look pretty too with skills. Shut the front door, YG. <laughs> I mean, that, that's something that, that that's totally in character of what YG would say. I think. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, Arcadia even says like, which is you know probably the shadiest thing one could possibly say, <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. But if you look at Twenty One's dance rehearsal videos and Blackpink's rehearsal videos, especially for the latest song, like it seems a lot more intricate. Uh, the timing even seems slightly better. And I 
think the dancing ability in terms of the fluidity mm. of the dancers is just a little better for Blackpink. Mm. And these these girls are also more junior in their career at the stage compared to 21 when many of them were already, you know, older than they than Blackpink members were. Hmm. So I wanted to look into this further, so I actually consulted the group uh, So Anyone. Ooh, hey. love them. They're so good. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know, So Anyone, they're a K-pop cover dance troupe mm-hmm. uh, based out of a uh, California Davis area region. And speaking to one of the dancers, Isabel, she said that if we were to compare, you know, Blackpink's as if it were your last with two anyone's overall choreography, she would probably say that Blackpink's choreography would be a bit more elaborate and energetic. Mm. And this is coming from a dancer, right? A well-known dance team. And she further adds, if I was uh, to compare this to 21 Sign the Best, for example, I would say that they'd be very similar mm. on these levels. But with every new rookie group that also comes out, the dances get more difficult as the years go on. Yeah, I, I did want to jump in on that mm. because yeah, um, when I was watching the, the music video and the live performances, I was like not that impressed with, I guess, the difficulty of the choreo and the synchronization mm-hmm. of the dancers. But then I was trying to think back, well, let me compare them to To Anyone. And I couldn't really remember like any choreo from To Anyone besides uh, I Am The Best. So I guess I gave, him, I gave him a pass on that and remembered that they're rookies. And that mm-hmm. was really hard on them at first. But then hearing what Isabel had to say, Are you- um, you know... They're all right. And are, are you referring to just this yeah, song? Yeah, yeah, more like, and more this like, song okay. and the, the live performances. Oh, okay. Maybe I haven't seen their live performances. Yeah, I watched a couple of them, a couple of the stages, and like it was very clear that they're lip syncing. Uh-huh. And I was like, come on. If, like My criteria is if you're going <laughs> to lip sync, then your dancing better be so on point and so hard that it's impossible to sing. But I didn't think... <laughs> so maybe <laughs> they that. made the choreo a little too hard, mm. right? Maybe. Because if you're going to do it live, like... It's gonna suffer because yeah. it's just so difficult to recreate. And while I, you know, the the videos that I'm referring to, where I've seen them do like in their studio practicing mm. when they get it down right, yeah. like that's without taking out that whole live performance mm. aspect, which may be why that looks better. But when you have to re- go on tour and do this all the time, that's gonna be so exhausting, and it's gonna be prone to more mistakes. Yeah. Unlike 21, which had <laughs> perhaps simpler choreography in their so. more rookie days. So what about our resident K-pop B-boy <laughs> in the house? What do you think of the Blackpink's dancing skills? I do have to say, I mean, this is only, what, their like fourth, fifth single overall. But I do have to kind of agree that if I compare it to, like, uh, what they came out with for, like, Playing With Fire, or even before that with Boom By Ya, this one doesn't necessarily have that same, like, boom or that pop, you know, that, like, fiery straight up like raw energy like uh, off the bat it is high tempo it's a beat but yeah it just it doesn't have that immediate like hitting uh that immediately grasps you in i i think if i'm remembering the choreo correctly from the other two aforementioned songs this one might be a little i don't want to say simpler maybe more like intricate or technical i guess like i don't know it's kind of hard to describe i feel like what they were aiming for with this song choreography was probably more of like just simpler movement or something like a little tighter because they didn't want to exhaust the girls i guess (laughs) because this one's (laughs) supposed to be more about like just you know a general sense of like having fun and like just bring that 
bright energy to the stage, but not in the same way of like boom, ba, yeah, da, 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 like like more sporadic movement. Right. Uh, I, I guess they designed this one so that it wouldn't be as all over the place, hmm. as big. If you kind of get what I mean. Yep. Yeah, but I mean this one, like again, I'm I'm less technical than than you are, Matt. But it, like this one, I it felt like they had a lot of form- difficult formation changes, mm. right? So maybe yeah. it was less like full arm motion, right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of really technically hard to like weave in and out and get the timing right, and we all have to. Peter move is demonstrating all of the moves right now for everyone listening, and <laughs> it is the best. I just saw but that. I mean to get these like wave effects right mm-hmm. among all the different members that requires really intense timing coordination True. right so maybe that like with Bumaya you all just wave your hands at the same time but with as if it's your last, your last. <laughs> come on um, you have to have each member just slightly behind each other to get that wave effect right mm. and I, that's that in my opinion is a little harder to do yeah. and I think they, they hit at least the rehearsal videos maybe live it's a different story mm. I think they're they're also fine they're starting to create their own tropes right mm-hmm. so we see all of them sort of line up and grab each other's by grab each other by the waist yeah. right and yeah. we've seen that in like what is it Mumbai Mm-hmm. and others and then also having someone just roll underneath everyone's legs yeah <laughs> you know what I'm, i don't know no, you're totally I, I right i so went funny. back and i watched the other videos and i saw it i was like oh they did it again <laughs> genius uh, it'd be funny if we just saw them do that like every couple of singles and they just build upon it why not right? it'll be one of those youtube videos every instance blackpink yes you should the do a compilation <laughs> of all the legs and they alter it yeah <laughs> But in terms of like the visuals for the song, they're also harping to stay with this, you know, these tropes that they're building for themselves. I think pink and black are probably going to be a recurring aesthetic. Really? At least that's what I'm getting from the, the lights of the music Shocked. video. Shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like the, the aesthetics overall kind of reminded me of um, Lisa Frank. Oh, if you're yeah. a child of the 90s, you know what I'm referring to. I mean, these were things that you had in your, your binders and your folders and very black and pink and colorful and like mm. rainbows but the missing element to make this fully lisa frank at least for this latest black pink single is if it had a unicorn <laughs> maybe if it had the unicorn from cl's jeremy scott dress <gasps> if we just took that off of cl's dress and brought this into this music video it'd be full-on lisa frank that would have been perfect when you guys watch this music video what do, what do you think they were trying to tell us or what do you think the story was that they were trying to communicate to the watchers and listeners. So I took a look at the lyrics and they're actually pretty simple. It's the it's the usual talking about how badly a girl's in love with some guy. She's like wanting him to notice her and all of that. Yada yada yada. <laughs> um, my favorite lines though are from my girl Lisa. She's like, "Get you all of this, baby. Call me pretty and nasty." I'm like, "Oh, oh, okay." <laughs> it kind of jolts you out of the the innocent girl crush mindset. It takes you somewhere else, mm-hmm. and I'm all for it. But then she comes back and she finishes with like, I be Bonnie, you be my Clyde, ride or die, X's and O's. <laughs> and it's just, it's perfect. It's so K-pop because it's like really simple English <laughs> phrases. It's like what kids in English class would be like, which two things go together? X's and O's. It's, it's just like so cute. It's like adolescent lyrics, right? English it's lessons. Like, it's like yes. adolescent, like love letters right it's like it's totally like that if you'll be my Clyde or whatever yeah pass that in class <laughs> mm-hmm the other totally. target demographic I think I think it is no they hit it out <laughs> of the park it took me right back to like seventh grade the main message I think that anyone should get from this is that this is a song for the summer 
this is a song for you mm. to let go, live wild, play it loud with the top down as you go out to the party or you go to the pool party with your friends, right? Mm-hmm. This is that song. I think this is the K-pop song of the summer of 2017. For sure. I could agree with that. <laughs> Shall we jump right into, you know, since it is the song of the summer, like, Maybe more important than the visuals is the actual, the audio, right? I want to hear what y'all think of that. Um, I mean, I'll I'll kick it off. I think, like, this song is so much fun. It has a great start. Um, Is the verse, like, uh, Peter, would you say it's dance hall, reggaeton? What do you call that? I I think it's closest to dance hall. Dance hall? Yeah. Yeah, I got that sense. It just makes me want to, like, jump around and and bounce out in the sand or in the (laughs) somewhere. Um, and then it takes a complete 180 at the chorus and goes full on like cheerleader pop. So, it does, as I mentioned yeah. before, I'm like not a fan of that. Except when I hear that magic, ma, 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 I'm like, oh my god, it's 21, come back from the dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. And about halfway through the video, we get this dance break and Lisa's rapping. And right there, I feel like we're in Miami and like Pitbull is going to jump out from behind a car and deliver these lines. It definitely and is. Like, I, it, again, just hitting you with the summer theme. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of like maybe something that we hear from Katy Perry, like maybe something from yeah. 2010, right? Mixed with like, you know, to your point, like something like Pitbull. <laughs> Um, like tonight, Florida, right? Like, like <laughs> you know, something that like okay, tonight, you know, I'm gonna give you everything. Let's you know live like there's no tomorrow. That that's this song. This is that mashup. Kesha mm, perhaps yeah. would be a good fit for this. I think if it weren't for the chorus, Stephanie, to your point, like that chorus makes it a summer song because otherwise it's a dance hall beat. Mm-hmm. Hey. It, it's, 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 and that, and that that can be good in itself. Mm-hmm. But for me, what it, what makes it catchy is absolutely the chorus, yeah, yeah. and and that, that that makes it feel very carefree mm-hmm. to me. How about you, Supermatic? Uh, honestly, a lot of what both of you have said already is like hitting all the dots of like what I would have just regurgitate. But uh, one little like note I do want to add is that, especially in terms of the audio, like of course the first time I heard and saw this, I was watching the music video, so I got the visuals to go along with it, but. Every time I've listened to this song uh, in succession after the first initial release, I found myself just, no matter how many times I've heard it, the moment Lisa's rap comes up and the fact that it's entirely in English too, which is a first because they've done four songs before this and three of them, Lisa has like a rap part, but she's kind of done like that whole Korean slash English mix. This one being in all English just gets me every time and I'm like, oh man, and just how any of her rap if not the whole thing is easy enough to get stuck in your head and like it's that part that if no if there's no other part that anyone who listens to this song is going to like repeat and jam out to it's that part for sure <laughs> like you said earlier Stephanie you know X's and O's Bonnie X's and, and O's pretty and nasty like that's easy to favorite <laughs> it's like yes man I just I can't nasty. imagine this song honestly without <laughs> that rap now yeah yep. I, I love the rap too mm-hmm. I think it, she's got a very iconic unique flow as any K-pop rappers should my only critique is that it needs more variation from her previous stuff it almost follows the same sort of rhythm and flow from what we've already heard from her mm-hmm. it is different it is different don't get me wrong it's, it's definitely not the same of what we've heard from what, what's her face again Lisa Lisa's a rapper Lisa yeah, yeah. okay it's, it's, it's definitely different from what we've heard from Lisa before 
But for the next song from Lisa, where she drops in a rap, I want to hear something different mm. that sort of Uh-oh. like interrupts that that groove <laughs> that we've already heard from her. Yeah, and I think that'll they'll take her to the next level. <laughs> right, you hear Peter, Lisa? You need to bring it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I think she can do it, right? And yeah. I mean, she had a really good flow, but like, let's change it up. Let's change it up for the next one. It definitely passes in this case, though. The concept, guys. I decided to to pay a lot of attention to what the first few takes mm-hmm. are, and I thought it was pretty cool. In the beginning, we see all the girls in the schoolgirl schoolgirl outfit standing around. Um, you know, just like any innocuous, innocent K-pop video. <laughs> but then, <laughs> then it all changes. We get a few like key shots of the accessories that sets a tone. Like, yeah, you might see schoolgirls all over the K-pop charts, but we ain't them. We're not like that because uh, we a see point. a wallet pocket up on Lisa's thigh. It mm-hmm. kind of looks like a gun holster. I was like, what? <laughs> it what does. What's going on here? They're wearing these combat boots. Jenny's got a leather glove mm-hmm. and they're, they're sending a message that we're different. We're tough and I yeah. am all for it. <laughs> what I thought made 21 so great <laughs> was that like when 21 came out, they were really the only girl group that was bringing that same attitude right like yo we're not soft pretty girls we've got attitude mm-hmm. we, you know we've got you know jagged edged stuff right and yeah. our, our aesthetic and our style and, and i think blackpink is sort of following that although between the two between 21 and blackpink i think blackpink is a little more girly oh totally Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they Blackpink is just having little black leather accessories. Everything else about them is cute schoolgirl. Whereas <laughs> 21 just go back to the I am the best video. They're holding yeah. like machine guns and like all black leather championship belts. <laughs> yes. Oh, I mean like so like here's the real test. This song by Blackpink had a teddy bear. Would two anyone ever have a teddy bear? <laughs> Maybe with its head ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that that's what makes them different. <laughs> but as a concept, I mean, do you think this works? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I just want to call out that a lot of the early shots are of Jenny, and she is just <laughs> looking smoking hot, mm. hot, hot, hot. She's got like seductive pink cat eye on which is really hard to pull off and she's got the big messy voluminous hair and <laughs> i was just like damn <laughs> i mean i always knew that she would be my bias from the day like what 10 years ago why you released her trainee photo i was like damn. she has a unique look she's gonna be smoking hot and i just can't stop staring at her in this video yeah love jenny you know, one thing that's always funny is that looking at the evolution of these groups over time I think we definitely saw this with 21. Man, we're dropping all the 21 references, but it's a natural it's a natural comparison. With 21, they looked very different from their rookie days than they did toward the end. Oh yeah, for sure. And they I think they got progressively better toward the end, maybe except for Park Bomb. But like they definitely got more mature. I think they grew into their identities and roles. And I think we'll see more of that with Blackpink. It'll, it will be slightly different, right, in terms of how these girls carve out those identities. Clearly, Blackpink is a more feminine group mm-hmm. in a way that's different from 281, and that can work. I can't wait to see more of these sexy and mature. <laughs> You're waiting for them to blossom and grow up, Blackpink. Peter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to become less jailbait, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, we're all waiting. Maybe right before we go into our final reviews, I guess answer the question. Mm. Does Blackpink 
live outside of 21's shadow? We've been making the comparisons throughout this entire episode. Do they live outside the shadow? If I may, for me, like, what I, I definitely want to say that, yes, they can. I definitely, we, we all can probably agree that we see the potential there. But the main thing is that it's going to be really, really hard for them not to, especially when you take into account things you brought up earlier, like YG himself saying he purposely made them like 21. It's like, well, if your overall PD, the guy who's in charge of you, is intentionally making you like the previous group, it's going to be just that much harder for you to carve out your own identity. But at the same time, as we've been discussing this whole episode, there are hints and moments where Blackpink shows their own identity, and we've highlighted the things that differentiate them from all of this pathway that 21 has laid out before. So they're already slowly but surely doing it. It's just going to be a little hard for them to fully get out of that shadow when... Not just from the fans, but again, also from YG himself and from pretty much the entire K-pop industry as well as the fans. Like, there's always going to be that comparison, especially just because of the fact that before Blackpink, it was 21. Yeah, you know, there are different ways we can do this. Like, we can say, like, you've got to be different than 21. Or some open-minded fans might say it's good for them to be 22. <laughs> like, maybe that's a good thing. Hon- honestly, right? I, I, I am I am more than happy that 21 lives on in this mm-hmm. new group. Yeah. Because 21 was taken from us too early, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now we have... Younger, more talented, and prettier. Whoa! Including <laughs> YG. All right. I'm not. Too I'm, soon. Not, I'm not saying I believe that, but but um, but this is coming from YG, right? <laughs> Look, how different can they be when you have the same label designing them in the same way mm-hmm. with the same producer, yep, the same coaches, the same almost the same stylist? I guess they don't have Jeremy Scott, but like a lot of the same, you know, inside label talent shaping Mm -hmm. you so it's going to be hard for them to break away but they are different people and because you have different members i think we will start to see them breaking out of that shadow in my opinion over the as they grow and mature and uh, i think if they continue to do that we'll see them break away from the current barely third place into a very strongly defined third place, maybe even vying for second place in all of K-pop in terms of like notoriety and popularity. We'll see. Maybe twice we'll continue to screw up. And and that that ranking may change. So a one to five score. Yeah, one to five score audio of the song. (laughs) Supermatic. With the audio, I mean, of course... For anyone who hasn't listened to this, one of the major things for me that I'm a sucker for is how easily a song can get stuck in my head and how catchy it is, especially for me. And this one definitely fits the bill. I don't know, like I said, it's only been out for probably a little more than a week, and it's probably one of my top played songs in my iPod. There's just so much about it that's just overall enjoyable. I mean, it's like you guys touched on earlier, it's it fits the bill of that summer upbeat, up-tempo bop hit, and... While it's not exactly like a perfect 5 out of 5, it's definitely strongly up there. I think I'm going to give this one a high 3.8. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. For me, uh, this is exactly like my kind of song for the summer. For road trip, top down, like you said, there's nothing like it. So I'm going to give it a 4, which might be my first on the show. Ooh, yeah. Love it. So it, it's almost funny because Stephanie loves it for the yeah. verses and that dance hall <laughs> beat, at least for the verses and uh-huh. the rap section, right? 
if that was removed, I would give this actually a substantially higher score. But even in spite of that, I was bumping mm. this song loud and I loved it. And I was that male that was playing a K-pop song featuring four young girls, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I mean, for in order for me to cross that threshold, this song is pretty good, right? <laughs> so, I'm giving it a 4.25. What? It's, I really, Ooh. really, really like this song. Boom! And not like, almost like winner, winner, really, really like this song. <laughs> winner, so. winner? <laughs> yeah, winner is really, Winner, really, winner, really, really, <laughs> chicken dinner? Yeah. Nice. Uh, you know, the YG group, winner, I, and their song. Peter, really, I really. know. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. I got the I'm joke, making Peter. fun of Wasn't you. Funny? Not the <laughs> <laughs> yes. Really, really is also super good for the mm-hmm. summer. Okay, concept, guys. How, how did it fare? I like the concept but i'm not blown away by it like you said there's not much deeper analysis that we can do it's it's colorful there's black and pink going on the girls look hot high production value but it's really simple and basic at the end of the day so i'll give it 3.3 on concept okay how about supermatic i think i'm a little more generous with how high rated the concept because uh yeah i'm, I'm in agreement we'll see with, with you stephanie that it's refreshing to see the girls doing this whole pink concept because this is their fifth single and so far with the first four you know we got that very evident identity of black pink you know being these strong young empowering females that are coming out with that attitude whereas the pink side is like our first glimpse into them being more like bright and bubbly and stuff but still with that black pink swagger and flavor on one hand i like that they gave us this different side but on the other hand it's like you said i'm not necessarily blown away either it's enjoyable for what it is but it's not something that hits it entirely out of the park so i'm right there kind of in the middle ground i gave this a 3.5 for concept okay not every song needs to have a deeper meaning but at the same time if you're going to do something colorful and superficial i think you really need to focus on that and pull it off one thing that i just couldn't stand and this is like a a common cliche that we see in every k-pop music video maybe every k-pop music video from yg but it's a scene of a car and a stage with a bunch of led cheap led lights around it (laughs) it's like true we saw this in 2008. Yeah. It's now 2017. Like, can we drop this this aesthetic for a music video, this concept for a music video? Like, I don't... Like, we should not be having this look in 2017 Even before anymore. that, I think, like, Seven and Teddy had a song, Nan Arayo. Do you remember that? Oh Seven's in a, a car, like, with the lights mm-hmm. around. So, they, YG has been pulling out that same moving. old car for <laughs> years and years. This, oh this must God. be something coming from the top down. YG is like... Oh, uh, yeah. It's got a steel car and L- LED lights around it. That's a win. Like, <laughs> Done. And they everyone's don't have like, to think. okay, boss. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- so th- I got to ding it for mm. that. I think it feels just a little incongruent. Like, if they were going to go full on Lisa Frank, go on full on Lisa Frank. Mm. Drop in some unicorns. And there's a lot of funny details that I think, you know, maybe YG is making fun of itself. I see that low rider with the hydraulics in the front. It's like, YG, are you making fun of yourself for dropping in that car at the beginning of the music video? Maybe. So that's how you know it's a YG music video. But overall, I just got to give it a three. Ooh. It, mm. it, it doesn't um, impress in the concept. It, it, it meets the bar, but it doesn't yep. impress. Mm. Cool. So guys, is this song... Daybok or not? not? So I, I'm going to give it emphatically a Daybok. Mm-hmm. Same. 
Unquestionably, Daybok, Song of the Summer. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a Daybok for me. I mean, as much as I may have dinged it in some areas, it's still overall a bop. It's it's a jam. (laughs) Easy. Okay. Blackpink, you can get out of 21's shadow eventually, but even if you don't, there's nothing wrong with being 282. Mm-hmm. We still love yes, you. That's right. And we want more Blackpink in our mm-hmm. area. <laughs> in our area. Yep. Next week or next recording, <laughs> whatever that is, assuming that we, our lives come together. Yep. <laughs> um, this just dropped today, right? And I think mm-hmm. we all kind of agree that we want to do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. So we're referring to Boa, mm-hmm. the queen, the yeah. original K-pop queen, yep. I want to say. When, when people say queen of K-pop, they really mean Boa. Boa. Mm-hmm. She's still... Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll be taking a closer look at that mm-hmm. for our next episode. Yeah. Can't wait. Sure. All right. I'm DJ Peter Lowe. You can hit me up at DJ Peter Lowe. Uh, Steph, where can people find you? You can find me at S Parker 2 on Twitter. Yeah, and likewise, you can find me, Supermatic, S-O-U-P-E-R-M-A-T-I-C. Feel free to hit us up. And also, don't forget about our MK Podcast Twitter at the K Podcast. T-H-E-K-P-O-P-C-A-S-T. Yep, so be sure to engage with us there. That's how we get a lot of our listener feedback. Um, feel free to also leave us reviews. Let us know what you like and dislike about the show so we can use that to build into a better program for our listeners. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll catch you guys all whenever the next episode comes <laughs> out. Till next time, y'all. All right, all right. see ya. Mm-hmm.